This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <whistles> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes. Almunia saves. Look out, follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Wapner on the counter attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Trondini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Hello, you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Carl. And I'm Peter. And joining us for the opposition view, Johnny from the Borough Breakdown. Hello, how are you, Johnny? I'm very good, thank you, gents. How's things with you guys? We're very good, thank you very much indeed. We're very good, despite our owners trying to make it otherwise. We've had a manager. We're what? Game number, what, nine coming up? And we haven't fired him yet. So there's a reputation that we're losing. Yeah, give it another international break, eh? But never mind. No, we are very good. But obviously, we're here to talk about Middlesbrough, all things Borough. And who better than Johnny from Borough Breakdown to talk about this? Now, last season, of course, there were there were words used such as ACPOM and Archer. And we got a game against you guys down here where we got a last minute win. It was a hundredth year of the Vic and everybody was very pleased. And then we came to your place and you right royally stuffed us 2-0 and Akpom and Archer ran us pretty ragged. That was obviously a, a, a good season, but it obviously it must have been bitter finishing. How, did, how do you look back on last season and how do you look at the transfer activity that's gone on and the season gone forward so far? Yeah, so last season was brilliant. I absolutely loved last season. It was one of those seasons where like you, you guys will know where everything clicks. You're starting to play good football. You, the crowd's excited. Everyone's on board. Yeah, really good season. Obviously, our goals all over the pitch, creating loads of chances. And then we lose to Coventry in the playoff semifinals. And then we lose 66 goals pretty much instantly. So we lose 66 goal contributions, really. So we lose Giles, who contributed so much to assists. Mm -hmm. We lost Cameron Archer. We lost Aaron Ramsey. And then we've lost Tuba to Ajax as well. And then we don't forget, we've lost a bit of depth in in that as well. So a big building, uh, big recruitment drive in the summer. We're not really using the spends to really massively invest in in a lot of talent. We were very much low value, high potential and try to bring a lot of these players through and develop them and trying to get to a similar place where we were uh, last season. 
obviously this hasn't really started particularly well to be honest because we're, we're currently third bottom uh only our first win against southampton and it's been a bit of a struggle i'll be honest like you can see what we've been trying to do. We've adjusted things slightly from the previous season, like tactically, but then against Southampton, we reverted back to what worked well last year with different personnel, of course. We're playing a 19-year-old up front, well, that just turned 20 in Josh Corbin. We have Rav Vandenberg at right back, who's 18, and he's came with a really good pedigree. And I think he's going to be a really good talent, but he's just got injured. But there is talent around the pitch, but the quality from the previous year just probably doesn't stack up just mm-hmm. yet but there's still a bit of optimism now that it was starting to click against Southampton but it seems like everyone can beat them at the moment so we'll soon see how, how things are looking in, in, in a couple of weeks but we never win at Watford I think the last time we won was about 10-11 years ago I think so but yeah it's been a difficult start but very good last year bit of a transition and then this I can't bit... believe how how far it's, it's gone because we we met last season towards the end of the season at the Sky Sports Recording for the playoffs yeah, and Middlesbrough were flying, and this season, for me, they were definitely one of the nailed-on teams to go and push. But like you say, I suppose so much has changed so quickly. And how many low knees did you have in last season? Because it seems like that's really affected you. Well, Giles, like a lot of those Giles players was one, wasn't he? On coming the on very quickly. Yeah, I think we had seven players. Seven. Uh, if <laughs> I don't want to reel them off the top of my head, but I'm going to try. I'm going to try. It was uh, Rodrigo Muniz, no uh, Alex Mauer, Cameron Archer. Aaron Ramsey, did I say Alex Mowat? Did I say Alex Mowat? I don't know yeah, if I did, did or not. Yeah, uh, yeah, Zach, yeah Zach Steffen. And there is people that I am missing and it's going to do my head in that I've got, forgotten. <laughs> uh, so it's... Uh, yeah, but Yeah, so <laughs> it's going to be one screaming at me and I'm just like completely being oblivious to it. But yes, we've lost quite a lot of players and obviously we had to bring a lot of permanent people in because when you've got yeah. such a reliance on all these lone players it, it's a bit of a problem and there was a bit of optimism to try and bring some of these players back but when you've seen the fees that have gone for Giles Akpom mm. Ramsey and, and Archer it's like surpassing over 50 million like we were never ever going to be anywhere close to that I think we've spent and, and obviously a net spend about three or four million max and probably maybe a bit more like a laugh was about two yeah. and a half million so. yeah Latte laugh yeah. Um, is down as a, a five million euros you've got Senny Dieng in for 2.3 million euros Lucas Engel 1.75 a it, it, it's amazing how many players now are coming in from Scandinavia into the leagues uh, rather than the Premier League. Obviously, everybody will know a number of good Scandinavians who are at Brentford and the like, and and, well, and of course, Man City and Man United at the moment. But, but what, how's he done? Because he's come in as a left-back, so presumably he's having to replace Giles, which is, we don't like talking about players who play for that lot up the road nowadays, but he did have a great mm. season for you in terms of providing, uh, providing firepower from that, that left side, didn't he? Yeah, he's really struggled. He really struggled in his first couple of games. But you can see that he has talent. But when a player's coming over from the Danish league, it's difficult, I think, just to transition. And he got rinsed for pace and got exposed quite a lot against Sheffield Wednesday. And he hasn't played. He didn't play against Southampton. We put Lewis O'Brien there, who came on loan from Nottingham Forest to left back in the last game. And he looked a lot more comfortable. So it's just that bedding in time. But we also brought in another left back in Alex Bangura as well, who looks the part. He looks really good, but got injured on his debut against Blackburn. So it was just like, ah, when it rained, it paused. But it's the two good quality left backs. I think there is potential in both of them. It's just going to take time for them to bed in. I think Banguru will bed in a lot quicker than what Engel will. Um, but funny enough, they're both left wingers, but they've been moved back to left back, which is actually interesting, similarly mm. to, to Giles as well. So yeah, 
they match up statistically, but obviously it's different leagues, different way of living, playing and, and speed. So it's always going to take time for them to develop, I guess. And, and that's Alex Bangura as opposed to Al Bangura, who played for Watford in the, in the mid-2000s, obviously. T-shirt, fame, home office, trying to deport him, all of that sort of stuff. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So, so, so obviously your chairman, Steve Gibson, is he must be an absolute legend and up there because what he's done for your club has been brilliant over decades and there's not many people you can say about that. How is everybody feeling about Michael Carrick? Are they understanding what's going on and why it's going on in terms of being a little bit more frugal? Because we're seeing a lot of that in the championship this season. Yeah, definitely. Look, there's always going to be a a small portion of fans that are never going to be happy. You could win everything and still have something to mourn about. So there's always that small percentage. The start of the season was also is always difficult, and and if everyone goes well, the manager's not performing now. He's changed things, and there's no there was like oh well, let's get rid of him. But a good 90 percent of fans are we really like Michael Carrick. We can see what he's trying to do. There's an identity there. There's trying we're trying to play in a particular way, and also Middlesbrough have changed and evolved over like the last I would say two years from a team that would spend a canny whack and not get anything back to a team that is actually making profit in pretty much every window we're doing now and, and trying to develop players and sell them off for profit and become much more sustainable. Kieran Scott deserves a lot of credit for that as well. Gibson doesn't really do much of the day-to-day that I think he used to, but he's still massively involved. But it's very much Kieran Scott now who's the head of football to who runs the show with Michael Carrick. And Carrick's he's still doing a really good job. He's still got like a 50% win rate. He was amazing last year. He just yeah. tweaked something and we really went on a good, a great journey. And we played well on, on, on Saturday. So everyone's playing for him. I think the fans are really backing him as well. And all for that and continue. We just need that stability because we came, we came a little bit like a little bit like Watford, a little bit to some extent where we were just sacking a manager every season. It's just not sustainable. Sometimes it works, but sometimes a manager every one. season. It, oh. Just, just one amateurs. One <laughs> amateurs. Yeah, exactly. I mean, in fairness, we, did, we only sacked one in uh, per season: spring, summer, and autumn. Obviously, very good. But well done. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, in terms of how you're lining up, are you still playing as because when we saw you, I think it was like a four-two-three-one sort of approach. Is that still how you're setting up this season? It is, yeah, it is. We what was interesting about Mills last year was how they would can't how would rotate in possession in possession where we'd move to a three-two-five. So it'd be like this very popular three-two-five system, which everyone plays now, where we'd move everyone over to the right-hand side, create space for Giles. He would get forward, knock the ball in frack bomb. Hey, presto, we'd score. Now it's different. We move to. <laughs> Some a, a little bit different now. It's like let's play a flat back four. Let's not our wing back score forward anymore, and then have our double pivot, and then play a four two four. And it just didn't really work. We were far too narrow. Not we weren't getting the ball that wide quick enough. And then we just reverted back to what was working last year. Or Brian was getting forward. We we actually flipped it on its head and put our right right winger and Isaiah Jones way forward, way more direct. And that's been the difference. Once we start to get the ball out wide, and our tempo's quite good then that's when we start to click. But we actually haven't scored first in any of our games this season so far. So it's not looking great, but some underlying numbers are great around like scoring goals and creating chances. But then some part of it around like pressing from last year's kind of fell off a cliff. So it is a, just a different borough. It's been a refined Middlesbrough from the last year, but you could never play the same way what we did last year, to be honest. This, but the, the overall formation is, is very much the same. No, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. And when we spoke last, because I don't, I don't think it was that long after the close of the, of the transfer window, you'd gone and bought 
Dan Barlasser, who lots of people have been looking at to play in deep line midfield, who'd been at Rotherham. And we were talking and we talked about Johnny Housen because he's like a long-standing player who's played at, from memory, Leeds, Norwich, and then yourself. What, what the bloody that? hell was that? The scar, Jeff. The scars. Carlos. Hey, what? <laughs> what is that? Don't 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 set alarms for when you're recording a podcast. You it doesn't work. Nobend. <laughs> what can you say? <laughs> that's, that's Carlos, everybody. Uh, that, that's not the kind of thing that, that ever gets said. Uh, this is why we're this is why we're up for an award, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, not only are you crackly, but you've got alarms going. Brilliant. Brilliant. Uh, jo- jo- Johnny, who is also I don't in think the I'm uh, I think it, I sound great. It's fair to say that kind of borough breakdown are also finalists in the football content awards. Mm. He's probably turning around to his colleagues going, We've got no worries with that lot. Don't worry about it's that. In the bag, man. It's in the bag. <laughs> His headphones don't work. He starts playing alarms, everything. Honestly, what can we do? What can we do? What were we talking about? Oh, yeah, Dan Barlasser. A really a player everybody was after, but Johnny Housen has been all over the place. As I said, I'm, I'm pretty sure he was at Leeds, Norwich, and there. And it, he still seems to be in the side, and Barlasser's on the bench. Are we seeing an Indian summer from, from Mr. Housen, or is, is Barlasser crocked? It's been an Indian summer for Johnny Housen for the last three, <laughs> three seasons. Career. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it really, honestly, and we bought him a few years ago, obviously, under Gary Monk. 2017, I think we bought him. And you, the last three seasons, you think, ah, oh, Housen's getting done now a little bit. Under Warnock, he was getting rinsed left, right, and centre. Probably a system problem. And then Chris Wilder came in, who <laughs> you'll be familiar with, rejuvenated. Yeah, we we'll um, talk about that. <laughs> Not let's let's not talk Chris Wilder. That's okay. Or yeah, so he, he came in and he, he rejuvenated again, and then he went down this like like slow decline, and then Carrick came in again. He just keeps go- getting better and better. I don't know what's happening with Johnny House, and he must be taking some sort of like anti-aging cream or whatever or hormone, and he just keeps rolling back the years every year. So I feel sorry for Dan Balastra in a way because he just he can't get in the side. It's just Hackney's playing really well at the moment. And has been since he came into the team in November of last year. And then also Johnny Housen just keeps playing really well. So it's just a shame because Dan Balassa's quality. He really yeah. is. He's so good. But he just, just can't get in the team. Just, just can't get in. Wow. That's not a bad well, that's not a bad area of, to have strength in. On Saturday, Housen, just carrying on with that theme, got one of the goals and McCree got the other. Who are your danger men as such? And I appreciate it's been a maybe not rich pickings until Saturday. Who should we be on the lookout for? Yeah, there's still quality in the sides. There's players I would recommend. Riley McGree is our best player by a country mile. He is a really talented boy. Plays on the left-hand side. Mm-hmm. Likes to float between the lines and also within like different positions. So like he'll come in cent- he'll come central. You might find him out on the right where we'll have like about four or five people just randomly there. But he, he just <laughs> creates so much chances. Uh, so many chances and he's just so talented. He has a, a really good left foot. If you've got a couple of minutes, there'll be a highlight reel about Ryan McGree's goals and he just scores screamers all the time. <laughs> it's great. So yeah, he's definitely one to watch out for. The other players I'd probably look for, Hayden Hackney, I think naturally is going to get the the headlines. England and 21s. Now he, he was playing for Scotland and then decided to play for England now. So he was born and bred in Middlesbrough. Yeah, born and bred in Middlesbrough. So it makes sense, doesn't it? So yeah, really talented boy. And then I would say Josh Corburn is someone to watch now. He's a centre forward. He's on loan at, at Bristol Rovers last year under Joey Barton. And he had a really good season. Mm. He's came back this year. He's clearly taken some TRT or something because he's absolutely <laughs> massive and hench now. Uh, so 
he's absolutely huge and he's just just bounce people just bouncing off him so he looks really good at holding the ball up as he's quite quick and has a good shot on him and he's he's kept like a lap out the side the last couple of games so yeah definitely someone to look out for but they're probably the ones i would, I would definitely the three i'd probably look out for on saturday so and we don't nice. no, we don't normally ask this question but i think i'm probably going to start asking it. how happy do you think you'll be with this squad in two years time very good question i would still be happy that we've got a very young squad now in comparison we've had in previous years. I think the average age is about 23, 24 mm. now. So you'd think in maybe two years, two more years of experience, some good quality in the side. I think if we keep Rav Vandenberg for a couple of years, then good God, we'll get some money for him. He's a really talented player. I mean, he looks fantastic. Just a shame that he's probably going to be injured for Saturday now. But yeah, I'd be happy. I'd be happy. I think as long as Millsborough are competing in the league, they're becoming more sustainable and not throwing money like at the stupid side, then yeah, I'm happy. I think sometimes that we get caught up in like this, all we need to get promoted, we need to get promoted all this time. But we've been in the championship pretty much since, oh God, since 2009. I think we've spent one season out of the Premier League. Mm. Mm. So as long as we've got someone to support, I'm happy. Good. You know what I mean? That's, and, and and that's kind of it. And I think, I I think be happy when, when we're talking to people, I think we're seeing a lot of this now. We're seeing a lot of a lot less people just gambling. If anybody does, it's the guys who've got the parachute payments, obviously. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Leeds have lost a lot of players, not bought in an awful lot of money, but still spent a bit more money because they've had the takeover. So they looked easily the most impressive team I think we've faced so far. Who would take that title from Middlesbrough in terms of all of the games that you've seen Middlesbrough play? Who's looked the best opponent so far? Uh, I haven't been massively impressed with everyone yet. Anyone to yet, to be honest. That's not going to change. Be... That's not going to change it against <laughs> us. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll, to me, you said that now, though, mate. Right, and you're probably like it was like five nil or something, and then I'll be like, oh, well, there you go. Oh. What for on the charge? But we'll I know that. you're in a bit of a transition season yet uh, this year because you've had a lot go mm. and then trying to new manager again and trying to build something different. But... Again, yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. Honestly, there hasn't been a team it's, where I've been massively blown away. I am like, yeah. looking at the, the league cha- and saying the championships are different. It's a different animal this season, though, isn't it? I think we've said that with yeah. a few, especially with the teams that have come up. They they seem to have settled really well into the division. Mm-hmm. Ipswich are flying. Plymouth are doing well. So it, yeah, it's it's a different animal for me this season. And like, I wasn't at the Leeds game, but everybody that I've spoken to have said that, as Peter just said, by far they've been the best opponents we've oh, faced this season. Different class, mate, really. And I've, and I've got a bet on them to win the league, so... Oh, oh it's your fault then. Well, well done. Mm. Well, we shall <laughs> see. Yeah. You're welcome. We shall see. Anyway, we will look forward to that. Hello again, it's Justin, and I'm here to share the news that do not scratch your eyes have been shortlisted as finalists in the Football Content Awards 2023. The category we're shortlisted in is Best Podcast Football League. Voting goes live on Monday the 25th of September at midday and closes on Sunday the 8th of October at 23.59. Fan voting is done through the Football Content Awards websites, Instagram and Twitter. We're asking you to give us your vote. Thank you very much. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. 
Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. <laughs> at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. But of course, it's time for the rubber to hit the road and for us to work out what do we think the predictions are in the completely rubbish DNSYE Prediction Best. League, which is still Best a joy. This, it's Best still a this. joy to many, many people. Now, Johnny, last time it was a not, simple... Not me and Justin, it's not. No, yeah, 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 that's fine, that's fine, that's fine. <laughs> shut up, Carl, shut up, Carl. Just, just go and buy some headphones for crying out loud, Mr Crackley. Um, I've got headphones, these are lovely. Oh, be quiet. And you, not for you, us. You anyway. will remember, shut up the pair of you, uh, you will remember this time last year it was a simple three-way shootout it was carl it was justin or it was you representing the efl okay each club represented the efl they did well and they won so congratulations johnny you did well now we've gone and got all unnecessarily complicated but we don't care so here are here is the league table as it stands we now have seven runners and riders involved justin is again at the top on 10 points and you'll see that lw shows last week last week everybody got a single point a single point with the exception of 1-1, who always goes 1-1 because, of course, we got stuffed 3-0. The entire board predicted a Leeds win. Nobody went for 3-0, so nobody quite got the score right, but everybody got a point. So the EFL are on 9, behind Justin on 10. 1-1 still sits behind on 6 with JP Backgammon FC. We'll explain that in a minute. Carlos is on 4, as is Artificial Stupidity and Jarvis Cocker Spaniel. Now... We need to explain a little bit. It's um, a scratch you know, down the bottom there, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I was just absolutely creased at Jarvis Cocker Spaniel. I don't know what it was, but I was just giggling at myself. Well, he Wait has played. Jarvis Cocker Spaniel has played three games less than anybody else because we were some way into this with, with JP Backgammon FC. You'll see him in a minute. And uh, and Ben, Jarvis's, Jarvis's runner, I would suggest, basically then turned around and said, I think Jarvis wants to get involved. He came in on the first week. He correctly predicted the right score so he's in and he's been in for a few weeks now but it transpires he's gone all deaverish okay now before i start i've just been handed a statement from jarvis which he'd like me to read out it reads i take the do not scratch your eyes prediction league very seriously and i'm in it to win it so with that in mind i'd like to know why my owner ben has been hampering my efforts by having the bleeding cups upside down so I have no clue as to what the numbers are. Does he, Ben, think I can predict scores using my psychic abilities, of which I have none? Moving forward, I would greatly appreciate it if the cups are placed the other way up so I am able to see the numbers. Doing so will result in me giving a true and honest prediction. Oh, and double up on the biscuits, you type git. So, as a result of Jarvis going all Beyonce on me and requesting that the cups the right way up there they are so you can, can see all the numbers so this is for you to predict watford v middlesbrough mate there we are we're back at the vic back at the vic so away you go mate so you've got to knock one down he's having a good look here we go so this is watford score watford nil great thank you that's void because you knock both those up so watford have got nil so far let's have borough's there you are borough three great thanks mate Watford nil, Borough three. Chris Rear on the beach there, obviously a Middlesbrough connection. Yeah, there's, a Middlesbrough, there's a Middlesbrough reference absolutely there. So, yeah, so, so so Ben got involved. And so now we have a Cocker Spaniel making 
game predictions as you would. Why not? Wouldn't you? Honestly. <laughs> so there we go. I, I do like the fact that uh, the Jarvis is very upset because previously he had the things upside down and the things written. And now, of course, as uh, somebody earlier on said, well, he can read them. He's a fucking cocker spaniel, people. Get with it. <laughs> He's a duck. <laughs> <laughs> With it. <laughs> fuck's sake! <laughs> right. What the fuck are we doing? I know. Anyway, I love our list. Whoever put that in, well, <laughs> it's brilliant. It's brilliant. But he can read them, surely? No, he can't. He's still a he's still a dog. Anyway, so we Did also he not pass have... maths at school. Is that what they're trying well, to say? There you go. He hasn't passed maths at school. <laughs> we also have artificial stupidity who have predicted for this a Desmond. It's gone for a Desmond oh, Tutu, Desmond everybody. Now, you can't mm. predict the same scores that have already gone, so it's a Desmond mm. Tutu according to artificial stupidity, which is just randomised nonsense. Now, the, the one that basically, first of all, I think encouraged Jarvis and possibly Ben to come on was, was when we finished it off last season, John got in contact and said, I think we could get inanimate objects to beat Justin and Carlos. And so this season, he has been basically both endangering his own personal safety. This is a home game, so he won't be doing that. But also (laughs) predicting scores for Watford against its various opponents. Here we go with John Backgammon FC. It's game week nine, and we're back at the Vic. And it looks like Ishmael's learnt from some of the mistakes. As Vacuum Bio, the Crow, is clearly going to be playing deep in the Middlesbrough half, hoping to replicate his winning goal against them last season at home. So the dice are ready. Let's go, boys. Watford to go first. Come on, Watford. And it's five minus three. It's two to Watford. A bio double. Can Middlesbrough respond? Oh, and it's three minus two, and that's one. So that's Watford two. Both goals from the Crow. Middlesbrough one. Thank you. There we go. Getting no better, is it? Both goals from the Crow. Not a chance, I have to say. No way. Yeah, that's... More chance of Pete scoring for us than the Crow, I think. But. Unnecessarily <laughs> hurtful, but never mind. Obviously, yeah, going going for Vacoon Bio, who did, of course, score the winner in the last minute against Middles for the last time they were up. Don't mention it. I don't think Johnny's noticed. That's fine. So putting a Crow right in the middle of the backgammon board in the Middlesbrough half. The man's invention is tremendous. Last week it was dogging and the Great North Run. Who knows where this could go next time? No, he did. Yeah. Johnny, I'm so sorry about this, but we don't... We don't over, Johnny, you'll be pleased to know. We We're don't about three quarters of the way through this. I'm in tears. I'm actually in tears. Well, boredom or laughter? It's so, not laughter. So we come to the point now where you as our guest can make a prediction, but there are certain scores you can't replicate. You can't go 1-1 because 1-1 gets to pick 1-1. John's backgammon went Watford 2, Borough 1. Jarvis Cocker, as we all know, went for 3-0 to the Borough, and Random Nonsense went for 2-2. Desmond, Desmond 2-2. 
What do you think is going to be the scores then, sir, come come Saturday yeah. at Vicarage Road? Yeah, I really enjoyed the Javis Cocker Spaniel. As an owner of a Cocker Spaniel, I really appreciated <laughs> that piece of content. So <laughs> It was like you knew you were, it, you knew, it, you knew I was coming on. It's the flat cap. It's the flat cap that gets me. It, it really is. It he, was the flat cap that got me. He, and has, then... he has also put him in different shirts depending on who we played. So last week he put him in the mm. 2006 playoff winning shirt because we were playing dirty leads. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. So what are Brilliant. you what are you gonna uh, go for? I wanna I'm gonna follow the dog and go for a Bora win. Uh I'm gonna go with two on Middlesbrough. He's gone two one Middlesbrough. Blimey. As he tries to fuddle Pete's put it in the spreadsheet. His, uh, Excel we've, spreadsheet yeah, very quickly. Yeah, I do. I have we've got, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's I was say we've got to we've got to do the, we've got to beat your Vicarage Road at some point. Ten years, it's been a long time. So yeah. gotta, we're gonna have to do it at some point. So that's why I'm going for the win. Very good. We turn to Carlos. Carlos, sir, mm. you were at yeah, uh, Bayern, Bayern Munich last week, so uh, you, you've seen how football should be played. Now to see a seven nil. Let's come to go and see how football will be played on Saturday. Yeah, this is a tough one. I would have gone two one to us, but Backgammon uh, has stolen that. So yes. to celebrate the fact that you've worn your pajamas to this recording <laughs> of the podcast, I'm going to go with Watford one. Don't do you bastard! Why did you pick the one I want to do every fucking time? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know, do I? I just say you, it. I had that in mind. Yeah. Now we had actually pre-recorded Justin's suggestion, and and had I you not been here, it. had you not been here, well, you, you no, you have to change it now. You, yeah. You, yeah. You, what, what did I go for, Desmond? You, you went no. You went one nil. You went one, oh, did I? one oh, nil. Did, you I went one nil. You knew that because we recorded that already, so you knew I was going <laughs> to. You weren't supposed to be here. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, okay. Well, that that leaves me. I think I'm going to go for a win as well because obviously, if you've gone for a win, I go for a win, and then we're both wrong or both right. Okay, so that doesn't that shouldn't really. I don't even know. That's how you're playing it this season. No, it doesn't even sound like a good thing to do now, does it? Anyway, I'm going to go for two nil Watford. Thank you very much. 2-0 Watford. I love the fact that you are top of the table and you think your greatest way of actually winning is to just copy the person <laughs> who's right at the bottom. I'm going to copy what Carl does. Oh, yeah. That's clearly who's, a recipe who's for drawing, success. Who, who's drawing currently with a Cocker Spaniel? Yeah, you, I know. You're not setting your standards very high there, are you? Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to go for a Borough win. A draw is probably most likely, but it ain't going to be 1-1. That's been picked. I can't do 2-2. It's not going to be 3-3, three, three, is it? Could be nil nil. Could be nil nil. No. I'll stick with two nil. It was three three yeah. versus Coventry. Nobody predicted that, did they? Really? So there we go. So the score, see, the predicted scores are Johnny of Borough Breakdown, representing the EFL, has gone for two one to Borough. Justin has gone two nil to Watford. One one has surprisingly gone one one. Carl's forecast is one nil to Watford. Backgammon FC has gone two one to Watford. Jarvis Cocker Spaniel has gone three nil to the Borough because he's just out there at the moment. And I, I, to be honest with you, until I think Ben basically complies with his demands, I think he's going to just be outrageous. So he's gone three nil Borough, and random nonsense has gone two two. But we will find out what happens when it comes on Saturday, three o'clock kickoff, Watford versus Borough. Marvellous, marvellous. Right. Well, I think we're probably done for this time round. You probably wouldn't want anything more anyway, Johnny, I don't think. You've had enough, Johnny. You've you've suffered (laughs) enough. Most people start running by this point. I've loved every moment of this. I've loved every (laughs) moment of it. God bless you, sir. Thank you very much. Yeah. Are you travelling down? On Saturday, or are you I'm, swerving it? And- I'm swerving. I'm not going, oh, unfortunately. I don't so, blame you. It's what? Yeah, I don't blame myself either. To be honest, yeah, <laughs> we never win at Watford, so 
<laughs> yeah, I'm not going, unfortunately. Okie dokie, okie I won't be there either because I'm going to be away, but you two are going, aren't you? So Absolutely. good luck with that. Can you, yeah. If, if I may, Enjoy. though, safe travels to any Borough fans uh, travelling down and or from wherever they're travelling, because obviously Borough, like many clubs, has got, uh, you know, you, you, you bounce into Borough fans all the time, to be honest with you. You seem to yeah, be I, I know pretty well-distributed UK-wide. Mm. And, uh, I, always, yeah. I always tend to find them in a bar in Tenerife. That's the place I normally bump into. Is that where you're looking for them? Is that where you're going? That's the place to go. That's entirely reasonable. <laughs> that's entirely reasonable. Okay, well, we will see how how things go then. But uh, it, be you Middlesbrough or be you Watford, obviously. We did just mention, obviously, both podcasts here. What a, what a level of quality we're bringing you. <coughs> Not. Have gone through to the FCA Awards. So do go in and vote for a Borough Breakdown. Or indeed, if you're really ill, go and vote for Do Not Scratch Your Eyes, because that's the kind of thing we really appreciate. So thank you for that. Already there's been some comments here about us getting dressed up and stuff, which why? Now, cocktail, what does that mean, Johnny? What was everybody wearing last year? Were they wearing sort of tuxedos and stuff? Was it lounge suits or was it? It was, it was very suited and booted last year. So if you've got I'm, to get um, up, boys, I'm, I'm excited to see what you're going to do. I'm thinking, do you remember Dumb and Dumber, the first one where they All wore the orange those, and the blue. Uh, yeah. Yes. Mm. I'm thinking that's the standard that we go for. Because we're going yeah. to Liverpool, so nobody will batter an eyelid. They'll be fine. Yeah, that's, yeah. True. Yeah, that's true. Are you also going to be haircut in a, with a pie dish and have your nails? Just a bowl. Just a, <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Oh, I look forward to watching that. Yeah, yeah. So if there's any gentlemen's outfitters in Watford that are running some sort of discount within the next couple of months that can take <laughs> gentlemen and have them ready off the peg, do drop us a note because we're going to have to pop in at some point and get fitted. And for me, if, if there are any camping supplies who who have black tarpaulins, <laughs> I will be I will be greatly grateful for that. <laughs> greatly grateful. Oh, what kind of language yeah. am so I talking tonight? To it's completely. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Right. Let's bring these matters to a close. Johnny, as always, it's been a pleasure speaking to you. We will do this again when we are at the Riverside, which is Peter. Oh, look at him. Look at him. He's Wait, always he's thinking. I'm not... Yeah, he'll get there eventually. It's the love it's of the It's the beginning season. of the podcast when you get the other podcast name right. It's the truth. That <laughs> That's true. Oh, yeah, that, that always gets edited out when Justin goes. That. Hello and welcome to Do Not Scratch Your Eyes. Joining us is, where are you from again? Yeah, that's it. No, it's the last game of the season. It's Listen, May the this 4th. Is you get nominated for the FCA's, Peter. This is what you need. This is how you do it. Excuse, me. You do it. Excuse me, it's May the 4th. It's Star oh, Wars it? Day. May the 4th be oh, with you. Yeah. There you go. By that point, we'll be relegated by then, so it might not be travelling up. I wouldn't have thought May the 4th, it'll all be over and we'll be... Oh, yeah, it's the last game of the season, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Away game. Away I, hope, I hope we don't need that game for anything because I really don't want to go up there last game to see. Oh, due respect, Johnny. Johnny, you don't even live in Middlesbrough, if I'm right. You live in. You live further south. Oh, no, I am Middlesbrough. Um, I am Middlesbrough. It's, it's be, no, it's because what's through you is I work in Nottingham. So that's it. Um, I knew there was something. Yeah. So there you go. That's why yeah, you're a bit confused. No, there's any not, number not of reasons. Johnny, just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't confused. I'm just wrong. That's fine. Say it. Just said wrong. That's fine. I was trying to say nice that. Yeah, it's fine. No, please don't. Nobody else does on this podcast. He is beyond saving. We worked that out long ago. Johnny, thank you very much for coming on. Do not scratch your eyes. Best of luck for the rest of the season, apart from Saturday and May the fourth, of course. And um, we will see you, if not before Anfield in November. We will. Yeah. See you. See you in November. Thanks for having me on, guys. I love it. I love that. Wonderful stuff.
It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.